This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. All right. <laughs> Good morning. It's great to be with everybody this morning. Uh, usually, Robbie Dilmore sitting in this seat, and I'm usually sitting on the other side of the table, but Robbie this morning as the, the men's retreat at Park Springs, um, Dangerous Hearts, and I'm sure they're having a great time and a great retreat. But this morning is going to be a morning that I've been looking forward to. Uh, Christian Cargill Radio, for one thing, is a call-in show, so I encourage you, if you have any questions or thoughts, just give us a call at 866-348-7884. And again, I'm Jerry Mathis at the Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. I've got, I don't even want to say how many years in the automotive industry, but a lot of them, a lot of gray hairs and and all that good stuff. Uh, This morning I have... Two really good friends sitting in here with me, and we're going to have a little bit of a, a couple areas we're going to be talking about, is certainly in my wheelhouse, and I think it'll be a lot of information for our listeners this morning. One is Darren DeWitt with uh, Colors Edge, and I'm going to get him to introduce himself when I circle back around, and Junior Reynolds, who is the president of the Winston-Salem Forsyth County Record Association. And Darren, uh, what's your what's your expertise in the automotive field? And you have plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely grew up in the industry, but uh, yeah, we've uh, uh, Colors Edge is a chain of nine nine locations right now, all throughout North Carolina, and uh, and one store in uh, up in Virginia. So um, we've been in business for about two th- since two thousand and four, and we're a PPG distributor. Uh, we deal with uh, a lot of the collision centers uh, throughout the uh, North Carolina area and in Southern Virginia, um, and uh, do a lot. Um, uh, of industrial paint also so we've been actually with the manufacturers also in the in the local in the area and stuff so uh we've just kind of uh kind of uh, been in in the industry for quite a while quite a while and <laughs> and now junior goes further back than i do i'm not going to say anything about his age or anything but he goes a lot of years back jerry my hire you know it's not as great as yours yet <laughs> been in this thing a long time 1941 my dad started the business and uh we got involved with a lot of companies in the 60s to make the Rock Association. We started with five companies, and as today, we have uh, gone to the number of 18 companies. So we hope that what we're doing for the public, what we're doing for ourselves as businessmen, that we're increasing the knowledge to the public, that we're there to serve you, and what the changes are in the network of the automobiles that's been built today and how we respond to your call, we recover your vehicle, relocate it, and then we return back to our business in a safe attitude and and, um, no one's added to the the situation that you've been involved in. So I would say this, just jokingly with you, I can tell a lot of these guys out there in 12 minutes, I drove a record backwards further than they'll ever drive one forward. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and you know, this morning, uh, the show, and, and both of you are 
local, and so I know you locally, but I know this is a national show, and you know throughout the world it's being broadcast. So the kind of the information we're going to talk about, I think, transcends into all areas as far as somebody who owns a vehicle, how kind of trends in the automotive industry on the the, the, the supply end as far as the paint and the collision industry, and then also with the towing industry. Also this morning, at, just so I, I remind myself, at, at 10.15, Ted Ryan from Ford Motor Company will be calling in because today they kind of pull the cover back on a, a, a reintroduction of a vehicle, and they're excited about it. I'm excited also to be able to share that with our listeners this morning. But one of the things that we'll go back to, and I'm going to send this to Darren, is over the course of the the lockdown with people staying at home and that stuff i talked to a lot of darren's counter people and one of the things they said is they've had so much more walking traffic coming into the store yeah it's it's uh it's definitely been a challenging year uh with uh with the coronavirus and with the lockdowns and uh the different uh policies also in in different cities but um you know with without a lot of people out driving collision shops kind of you know they're they, they kind of slowed down and but what we saw was uh gave a lot of people opportunities to do side jobs and and do little uh hobbies that they might not have had time for before and uh they were coming in um buying paint we i was kind of looked through some of our history uh over the last uh six months and um yeah a lot of people are buying uh we had people coming in buying airbrushes and stuff and uh, uh, in one of our locations where uh, they were kind of teaching their, their children or um, or trying to do projects for their spouse or something like that um, on either fixing up the car at home or uh, all the way to refurbishing some of their washing machines or anything like that. Anything that had kind of paint on it that we saw people were coming in, getting product for and uh, doing little projects at home um, and uh, trying to stay busy. Yeah, because even on our end at the body shop, I'll have people stop in pretty regularly during this time and say, you know what, I'm, we've got my whole family at home and we've got a car in the garage. And I think, what, what's the best way to just, just clean it up, wax it and touch it up and do some maintenance stuff, polishing the headlights and, you know, just lube all my hinges and stuff. So they're getting out there as a family doing things. And I know that junior which has been in the business a long time it used to be a time when that was i know when i was growing up and darren when you were growing up and junior when you were growing up that was pretty much the norm where people were doing stuff as a family working on the car was sort of a family experience and that was sort of the father and daughter or father and son kind of project for the weekend that sort of we've got away from that yeah and it's and it's actually encouraging because that was some of the things that you know we've seen where the younger generation they're just not exposed to, to our industry much anymore. Um, and it's a great industry. Uh, cars are still, I mean, there's, it's, it's still a car, still a great thing. Uh, you know, still kind of a toy, but you know, for an adult <laughs> and, you know, keeping it up, you know, upkeep, keeping it looking good, having that sense of pride in it. Um, I mean, that's, it's good to see that be, being imparted into that second generation or that next generation now and uh, teaching them a little bit about vehicles and hopefully getting a little more interest uh, into our industry. Yeah, and that's part of the, talking about technicians coming on, same thing with drivers and tow truck operators and, and technicians on that end. It's people just, our next generation just doesn't seem to be plugged into that. And I know Junior's seen that, and that's one of the things we always kind of struggle with is having those 
those those operators come up in the that understand and want to learn the mechanics of that vehicle because it's not just hooking it up. That's right, Jerry. It's um, one thing in this COVID nineteen situation that we're in right now. I'll uh, uh, add a little bit to what was said a few moments ago. Vehicle transportation was cut down drastically because people were out of work, kids were out of school, and it cut down uh, a lot of businesses. And uh, when uh, it gets cut down like that, uh, Thor's and other people start practicing what they need to in the tow and recovery situation. Um, my dad always said this, never perform what you hadn't practiced. So if you got a car upside down, you've never turned one over with a tow truck, you might want to practice in your yard with one that's already been turned over. But we got to keep going for the knowledge that we're um, having on new cars now. It's a training field every day of the week for all of us. Um, my car, I've got a 13 Malibu and I just found out the other day, I got 22 computers on that car. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure if I could work on that car any longer, but I'm keeping it cause it don't have many miles. But, uh, if that car ever breaks down, you got to have someone to help you. And that, that person's going to come and help you. But, um, right now, this situation we're in right now has put us in a different world. And we're all having to pay attention to a new way of motivating ourselves, transportation, uh, eating out, buying groceries, and uh, need a lot of prayer out there today. A lot of it. Yeah, and, and, and you touched on one thing I'd like to just sort of go back to is the fact of just uh, training on the towing industry, on the, the, the repair industry. Cars have changing so much and so rapidly and new systems, as you mentioned, you need computer systems, charging systems, hybrid vehicles, uh, the linkage under the car and the way they're set up. It changes so rapidly. Unless you're current on your training, all of a sudden you can do, you know, a lot of damage and, and or even get yourself hurt if you don't know all that. I tell you, we're going to be coming back in just a few moments. Going to have Ryan, I mean, well, Ted Ryan with uh, Ford Motor Company is going to be with us. Darren and Junior will be back. And remember, this is a call-in show, Good morning and welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I'm Jerry Mathis and on the phone with us this morning, we have Ted Ryan with Ford Motor Company. And Ted, uh, good having you this morning. I think what you're going to be talking about is sort of the pulling the curtain back of an old reintroduction of a, a, a car from the past. Ted? Well, I think, I... Ted, are you with us? Normally, I answer it. Why don't you put it back on hold from your end? Okay. Now, I think he may be there. Ted? Can you hear All me right. now? Oh, we can hear you now. It's there we go. We're back. <laughs> and I said amazing words of wisdom that no one will ever hear. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, we got it recorded. We won't reveal it for another year or so, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here to talk about the Ford Bronco, the, the new family of, of off-road vehicles is the iconic Ford Bronco. Uh, return to the market was just announced on Monday, and we revealed the 
the two-door Bronco, the four-door Bronco, and the Bronco Sport. So a, an exciting vehicle that first was introduced to the American public in 1965 as a 66 model year, and, and it, it had its uh, heyday as one of the premier off-road vehicles. It went away for, for 25-odd years, and, and, and now Ford is bringing it back. Yeah, Ted, when I was kind of looking at some of those pictures, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you sort of went to that retro look. I mean, there's a lot of similarities and stuff. And then I, one of the things I want to ask, what kind of, what, what's the segment Ford is going after? I mean, because this is definitely, and I love the thing, you may want to mention that, the the acronym of the, the GOAT. That was. Yeah. <laughs> what, they're, what they're going after is a, uh, a market that Ford currently doesn't have an offering for. The closest we would have uh, for for this outdoorsy, adventurous uh, uh, drive to the trailhead type of segment is the Ford Raptor. And uh, you can't do everything with a pickup truck. So uh, we saw that the competitor was, there was only one competitor in this market, uh, uh, Jeep. And so we're going after Jeep with, with what we think are three uh, great models, uh, three right now great models. And the GOAT acronym, you know, I run the archive, so the marketing and design team came to the archives several times over the past uh, two plus years uh, and we would pull the, out materials for them uh, to be able to review. And in this particular case, one of the first design memos from 1962-63 actually had the acronym GOAT. Not greatest of all time, but goes over any terrain uh, with the old army uh, slogan. And that was always the design inspiration for the first uh, Bronco. And the design team took it to heart and with this uh, Bronco, They've designed it to go over any terrain, and what they've done is they've actually built in different driving modes, and they've labeled them all different goat modes. Yeah, I know you this busy morning this morning. Don't have much time with you, but just looking at the the, the Ford and the Bronco, what is that? What's that one feature on there that you just step back and go, "Wow"? On the Sport, it's just the, the Sport is a smaller one, uh, more of it. My my twenty one year old son is salivating to have me order a Sport with him. Uh, but it, it, all the different features, the way that the design is, is done for people on the go, a bite rack uh, that can be built into the car so no one will steal it off the back of the car, a folding table that you can use if you go out hiking and you uh, use the table. It's a little attention to detail on all of the different models. And on the bigger ones, the two-door and the four-door, it's just the sheer adaptability. You can take doors off. You can take roofs off. You can change fenders. You can... You can adapt the Bronco to be whatever it is that you want it to be. All right. And um, to wrap you up, one last thing. What really I think was a cool thing, seeing the, the, the radar at the, in the front of the vehicle, because I think from what I'm reading and seeing sort of what everybody's used to when you hit it in reverse and you see the camera and stuff, they have that in the front of the vehicle also. They do. And, you know, that was an adaptation from part of our safety protocols where, you know, the forward sensing for automatic braking. And some of the engineers said, well, if we can use it for that, can we use it to identify rocks and boulders? And so when you really get off-road with the, with the big tube door or the big four-door, uh, you've got that Ford sensing camera that can help you navigate the terrain. And then all the features, the, the sync, which will let you uh, map where you've been and, and save that trail run so you know if it's a good one. And then Bronco Nation is this nation built around the Bronco, so you can share your off-road adventures. It, it does, it's really designed for people who, who want to get to the end of the trailhead and then go a little bit further. I've got three boys, all three Eagle Scouts. They, we would love this. I would have loved to have this car to be able to take them out hiking. And, and we go hike, you, you get to the trailhead, you, you set up camp, and you go off from there. It, 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 
a car built for people who like adventure. Well, Ted, I know you've got to run. I know you've got other segments coming up. And, and hey, I appreciate you calling in this morning. Look forward to seeing this uh, vehicle on the road. Thanks for having I, me on this morning, I got a guys. feeling your driveway may have three of these sitting in these if you got three boys. <laughs> in the not-too-distant future, it will. <laughs> All right, have a good have day. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Okay, we're talking about, okay, there it is, another vehicle being introduced and a lot of new things with it. And it goes back to what we was talking about earlier, about training and and technicians and tow operators and stuff being able to be up to speed because as we're sitting here and I'm thinking the, I look at everything a little differently because when I sit there and see a release and I got the news release on this and had a lot of the data and the technical stuff and the whole time I'm thinking about, okay, when this gets out real world, the repairs on it, if it needs to be towed. I mean, I think about it, Junior can speak on this, when hybrid vehicles came out and operators weren't trained on the hybrid vehicles. They were jump-starting procedures that were the old procedures as far as giving somebody a jump-start, and they were burning up control panels, burning up batteries and, and, and lithium batteries and all that stuff, and just even doing a, a lockout and stuff with new airbags in the side compartments of the doors and stuff. It just changed everything, and training became crucial. I tell you what I just heard here today, adding to what you're saying, this vehicle that's being made now, put on the market, we've always been involved in towing, and when we're towing, not necessarily moving a vehicle as such, we're moving weight. So now we have three more vehicles online, and each one, if he, the description he give, is going to have a different weight. So what unit as a tower do we send to your broke down or your, your need uh, for whatever to re relocate this vehicle of yours. So weight is going to be a, uh, a, a process that we'll have to determine too. Uh, and that's something that you as an owner should know readily available what that vehicle weighs. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. Once again, love having you this morning with us, Christian Car Guy Radio. And again, it is a call-in show, 866-348-7884. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. And are you ready? Are you ready for a lot of truth coming at you today? Um, remember this afternoon at 1 Eastern across the Truth Network is The Cure with Amy Cabo. The Cure is a program devoted to providing help for anyone who has experienced domestic violence, abuse, mental illness, or any trauma in their lives. And Amy's survivor herself. And Amy knows the cure is Jesus. And that's the thing we need to always remember, that the cure for all of our troubles is Jesus Christ. The Cure with Amy this afternoon at 1 on the Truth Network. As... Ted was sort of talking about the, the new Bronco, and as Junior mentioned, about the challenges of being up to speed and understand the mechanics and the, the features on the Bronco as far as towing. 
It's the same thing goes back to in the repair industry because when I'm, like I said, when I look that stuff over, I start thinking about what's the repairability and what are the kind of the, the, the struggles that we're going to have. And one thing about Darren and Colors Edge and PPG really do offer a lot of training in the field. And I'm going to let Darren kind of speak on that and the importance of that and why, because that, that is a, that's just something that's not easy to do. And I know that's a commitment from, from PPG, but also it's a huge commitment from Colors Edge to provide that for the, rep the repair facilities out there. But when I'm looking at that, I'm thinking, you know what, uh, all of this removable top, removable doors, fold-out table that has a place it has to go back into, all of these tolerances as far as the, the openings and that kind of stuff, it has to be so precise. I'm thinking about, you know what, in an accident, you got to make sure technician understands all that to get it back to where everything functions properly. And even to the point of the way the body lines are and the, the panels fit up against each other affects the collision industry. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's always that, uh, um, uh, interesting dynamic between the two. You got the manufacturer and then you got the repairability of what the manufacturer has created and, and they make it, uh, I love it when they come out with new models, new cars. I'm excited about this, uh, with the Bronco and, um, but it'll be another challenge because it is, it's, it's more things to learn, uh, uh, you know, more training that, you know, we'll be sending our guys to, to, to know the different sensors. Cause even in the repair industry, you know, there's a lot of sensors. I mean, we've, we've gotten to where, um, you know, mill gauges, you know, plastic mill gauges now, uh, to check the actual, um, uh, thickness of paint that's now being applied to these vehicles there. They actually have now have a tolerance, um, with some of these OEM manufacturers, uh, that they're, that they're at now releasing. So, um, we're, you know, we're, uh, getting up to date on, on a lot of those things on where those tolerances are on the different manufacturers. But, um, you know, you look at, you know, paint matching, you look at sealants, you look at, um, you know, weather shipping, wear and tear on a vehicle as it's going down. You know, now you got, you know, like, you know, we were talking in the break, wind noises and, you know, how to repair that, how, you know, so it, it, it creates a, uh, it creates a great opportunity or a great challenge for, uh, for our side of the industry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we talk about just the tolerances now. I mean, it's, this is important to not have too much material on a vehicle as it is to not have enough. And we're going to go to Sarah in Washington State. Morning, Sarah. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing okay. This Sarah Linda. And uh, anyway, I I just want to say I I have a Model T Ford body. I am was born in 1927, and I'm 92 and three quarters years old. <laughs> so I have to go always keep in touch with the maker because this. This old Model T is, you know, not doing as it what I'd like to do. I can't run with the new models, but I'm trying to uh, learn now how to work with in this 21st century. So just for a laugh, and and to remind everybody that what the Lord is, the Lord is a, is our maker, and and uh, we need to always keep in touch with Him when we need. Uh, assistance how's that you uh, like that i like that and, and you know what sarah you said 27 model t you know what that yeah. changed the world okay your model 
Model T, the Sarah Model T, changed the world. We all, and, and that's the thing, sometimes we, we lose sight of and stuff. We all have the opportunity to change the world, even if it's just in our own way. God gives us a platform, and we need to make sure we use it to, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. And I, I need to uh, work with some of these modern gadgets, you know, but I'm learning, and uh, I'm thankful that that my maker, um, I'm the one who who really brought <laughs> that good old Model T into uh, function and so on. It uh, well, all those who uh, need any help with their their uh, <clears throat> you know what's going on in their life. We just always must go to the manufacturer and uh, look at look at his uh, what do you call it the the book that tells all about um, how it works. Yeah, just like the owner's <laughs> manual in your car. I mean, it's in yeah, the glove box there. It. Hey, God gave us an owner's manual, and that's his word, and that's the Bible. So just like the, the owner's right. manual in the, the glove box, if we don't pull it out of the glove box, it's not going to do us much good when we have a, a problem with our car. Same thing with the owner's manual that God gave us. Yeah, yeah keep reading it. <laughs> Absolutely. Sarah Linda, thank you for calling in this morning. Well, I just thought I'd just, because I'm always telling people I've got this old model T body, but anyway, I'm, it'll, I'll soon have a, well, you know, the very best. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're all looking forward to the day we get the new model. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you just keep that Model T model just trucking down the road and, and, and sharing the gospel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, Darren, we, uh, again, was going back to just talking about the training. Some of the things that, that, that you know, it's just that PPG does, y'all do, and, and just sort of speak on that, how how the training has made a difference. It's not just for the technicians in the shops, but also you do the same thing with your employees. Correct, yeah, because, um, you know, uh, you know, dealing with collision centers and stuff, the, the commitment we made was uh, to make sure that our, our people are, are uh, knowledgeable, uh, know the latest trends, uh, because the, the industry has just been changing so fast. Um, so uh, we try to uh, keep in uh, good communication with a lot of our vendors, uh, manufacturers, um, and it helps like SIM. Uh, they do a lot of uh, coatings and uh, seam sealers, and, and they're OE on some, st on some stuff. And PBG just purchased them, so it kind of helped that out, uh, learning some more stuff about them and their company. But uh, PBG, you know, obviously being a global company, they've, you know, they work very, very well with the uh, OE manufacturers. So they're able to, you know, uh, uh, kind of communicate to us kind of what they're thinking, you know, what the manufacturers are thinking, what they're, uh, what they're working on, and, and uh, so that we can kind of get prepared uh, also. But, uh, but we, we invest quite a bit in training with our, with our employees. Um, I think I've we've I think we've got about three or I've actually got about four certified uh, uh, PBG technicians out there on the road to help our uh, customers out there uh, with the different challenges that are coming up and make sure that they're uh, trained. But two, you know, we want to make sure that the guy walking off the street, you know, when they come in, that uh, we give them the best advice that uh, that we know that we've that we've been trained on, so that they can be successful at whatever project that they're working on. 
Yeah, and and I love that about and not uh, about y'all stores and stuff and having trained people behind the counter because of just the just the guy or the, the the teenager or whoever it might be that's going to do the little project on the side and has never done it before and they really need some information on what's the best way to do it because I've seen people they'll come to come to raise body shop after they've thought they knew what to do where they had spots on their car and they decided the best way to get it off was the Brillo pad that's in the kitchen yeah. or something like that. And, and without really asking the question, you know, early on to find out what the best procedure is. And when you walk in your door, there's somebody behind the counter that understands what the need is. Yeah. Cause then we've, we get those people also where they come in and their car's rusting out and they don't understand why. And, you know, they put some, some paint on there, but they, you know, it was on bare metal. So we're able to kind of back it up and, and try to salvage what, you know, salvage what they've done and be able to, you know, make sure that they make the repair correctly and so that they can enjoy their, uh, you know, their car, vehicle, or whatever they're working on for a long time. Yeah. And they're able to enjoy the experience of doing it. And then they can step back and say, well, you know what, that turned out better than I thought it was going to, or they, you know, a little bit of time, they start seeing where it's not something that just deteriorates and looks worse. The next week, you look at it and say, "Wow, I've been better off not doing anything." Because there's, we all get into those positions positions where you kind of jump ahead where you think you know. But that's where it's so important of just being able to be in communication with a professional. Yep. And that's what's you know, great opportunity, especially with the stay at home and people being at home and stuff. Again, be back in a few moments with Christian Carguy. And again, just want to send out my best wishes to Robbie as he's on the retreat and all the guys up at Park Springs this morning. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back, Christian Car Guy Radio. As I'm sitting here looking through the wind at Beth Ann over there, I can tell she's got those rock roots. She's at the bebop into the, the music, that jamming. Uh, this morning, I also just want to take just a moment. Darren uh, Jr. is something that, that's dear to my heart, and I just want to just take just a moment to mention uh, Jesus' labor of love. Is a, I mean, it's, it's, it is a program that Robbie Dillmore came up with a few years ago and met with me and uh, Bob Young and sort of formed this and it's the ability to through dealers and, and auto repair facilities and your donations to be able to help widows as far as their car needs. We all know the importance of transportation in cars and that's just something that, that every week just the requests just keep coming in and coming in and, and if you're looking for a way to volunteer I mean you can go on to Christian Car Guy, and there's a link to go to Jesus Labor of Love. You can volunteer as, you know, just a prayer warrior or other areas you can get involved. If you are looking to 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 donate some money, it's a great opportunity. I always say never take money away from your local church. But if you're looking for somewhere special with just a certain need and stuff, man, it's a great opportunity with Jesus' Labor of Love. And if you're a repair facility in some of the areas, you know, that just, just hey, Drop Robbie a, a, a text or an email and say, you know what, 
that interests me. I've been looking for a way to be able to help people in my community that really need the help. We'd love to have you come on board. But Jesus Labor of Love, go to the website. Uh, there's also a link on Christian Car Guy Radio for Jesus Labor of Love. It is a super important ministry, and I am just glad that God laid it on Robbie's heart, and I'm glad that I was have always been able to be part of it in, in a lot of ways. So I just encourage you to, to, to come on board if it is anything, but just pray for those that are in need. And real quick, before we get out of a, this last segment, I wanted to make sure that I took time to just talk about a law that has been in effect for a few years, and people sort of overlook it in a lot of ways. It's the move-over law. Um, and what is the importance of that? Because a lot of times people don't realize the safety of, you know, police officers, emergency workers, and those emergency workers are also those tow truck operators. I mean, there are, you know, I hate to say it, but there's hundreds of fatalities and serious injuries every year from people going out just trying to render help to somebody in a crisis, in a, in a distressed situation where they need their vehicle towed by people just not paying attention. Jerry, you're right. We were added to this list to move over law to uh, protect the, the towers that are on scene um, on the interstate or just the side street. Just be courteous there if you could. But what it does, it protects those people um, that are servicing that vehicle or either people that are in that vehicle uh, would be standing there too, maybe on the other side. We always recommend that if you break down an interstate, try to remove yourself from a vehicle and put yourself on the other side of the guardrail. That's what we recommend till you get help and then let the recovery personnel load your car, put you in their cab, and then you leave. But anytime you see an incident, car broke down, uh, an accident, just uh, proceed with caution, but do move over. Recognize, be courteous, and uh, you, you will not believe how much that would really help um, um, the need there that we, we need more for protection for our drivers. Yeah, and we're talking protection. One thing I just want to mention real quick is you said put them in the cab with you, and this is something that's sort of with the coronavirus going on in the shutdown. Like for raised body shop and record service, we don't allow for our insurance and also because of governmental regulations now that people are having a breakdown, they have to make sure that they've got transportation to pick them up because we're not able to put them in the cab of our vehicle anymore. And that's something that people don't understand, and that's 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 a safety issue for for our drivers and for the individuals who are broke down. But it's we're living in a different world today. Exactly. And it's just something that people need to be aware of when they do call for a record. They're probably not going to be able to be transported with their vehicle which in the past was always possible, but now it's different. And the same thing with Darren. I mean, I know now with, uh, you know, Colors Edge sells paint and body shop supplies, but another thing they sell that I purchased from them is sanitizing stuff because now when a vehicle comes in, I never had to do this before, we sanitize when a customer drops off a vehicle at Ray's. We sanitize it before it goes into the repair process, and then when it, leaves for the final inspection and cleaning it's re-sanitized so when the owner gets it back it's good and clean and that do you ever think you'd be selling yeah <laughs> yeah never never thought sanitizer would be in 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 our uh collection of products but uh yeah i mean it's with with the coronavirus 
Um, I mean, you just, you can't be too careful. So we've, you know, we've, we've done very well with that. And uh, we encourage all of our collision centers. And, and to my knowledge, I think everyone that I, uh, that, that I know of is doing that, um, sanitizing the vehicle pre and post uh, to give the, the customer a good peace of mind. Yeah, and that, that goes back to the, the other thing is just being being safe because even you'll look at you know our technicians, you know, we we try to space everybody out, but if they're going to be in contact with a customer, we have them put masks up and and try to do everything they can to be as safe and they wipe we you know wipe the building down all day continuously doing that, especially the office area where people are coming in. But then the same thing is with the with the with the towing industry, you know, it's the same thing. We're our guys are getting into a vehicle. We don't know the state of the, the people that were, were in there previously, so they're having to wipe everything down before they get in and gloves and masks and the same thing when they're dealing with the public because it's just uh, right now the world we live in is sort of upside down and crazy and, and all of that, but we're going to get through it. Yep. The storm will eventually pass. Yeah, we just, just depend on the right one who's in charge of the storm. Yeah, we we are, you know, it's just crazy every day. I I used to, and I think I've I've talked to Darren and Junior about this at some point or another. But I I used to have a routine at night. Last thing I do is drink a cup of coffee and watch the news. Now I drink a cup of coffee and watch Pickers or something on yeah. TV because <laughs> I I just don't watch the news anymore because it is so depressing. Yeah, my blood pressure's raised up, and I'm you know I'm depressed. <laughs> and then in the morning, you used to cup of coffee and read the paper. I don't even take the paper out of the wrapping and bring it to the shop and put it on the table and never even look at it because it's just everything around us is so negative. And it's hard to be it's hard to be positive when you're in that situation and stuff when everything around you is pressing on you and trying to be negative. Yeah, if if anything, it's it's, it's encouraged me to uh, do my devotions more faithfully and everything because that's i mean you need to counteract what's 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 going on in this world and um and that's that's one thing that has that has helped me at least and and uh is 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 kind of refocusing you know some of our priorities yeah and and who do you believe the the media and all they put all this out but i heard a guy say yesterday one thing that the christians are going through right now that that the public or that are against us so bad is for the main reason we have the Ten Commandments, and that's the way we try to live. Yeah, and they don't like that. Well, if we sit there and, and I loved uh, what well, Sarah talked about the, the the owner's manual. Yeah, you know what? That's what we need to live. Hey, when 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 life comes at us hard and struggles, I'll guarantee you. I don't know much, and I don't make many guarantees, but I guarantee you. It didn't surprise our Lord and Savior. And he certainly has given us the tools to survive it. And this weekend, hey, you know what? When those times come where we feel like we're in the pits, like Darren said, you know, make sure you're in a devotion. Make sure you open up God's word and look and see because God is going to minister to you through his word and give you encouragement, give you hope because that's the only place we're all going to find that. This weekend, tomorrow, If you're not in church somewhere, go online. There's plenty of live streaming going on. But get in church. Get around the community of believers. Share Jesus Christ. And our vehicles, hey, we're going to get them towed properly. We're going to get them repaired properly. 
But more importantly, we're going to take this opportunity to share Jesus Christ with the world who needs Him. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.